guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. What's up? Hey! Who's having a good week so far? Oh, that's really low. (laughs) Well, that's sad, guys. (laughs) Me too, and I'm not even in school. Uh, okay, I'll put it this way. I'm excited my kids are in school. I'm excited one kid's in school. The younger one, I don't know. He could stay home with me all day long if I let him. So oh, I can't hold the bottom or Derek will yell at me. All right, so what's up, everybody? So who's gone back to school now? Two days ago? Do you like your teacher so far? Wait, one of them what? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, y'all have that. Yes. Now, how many of you are homeschooled? Homeschool? Yeah. There's quite a few of you. Wow. So what other schools do you guys go to? I know we have Sam. What's, you're at Dallas? You're at Dallas. What school are you at? Ooh, Crestwood. Oh, you're far. You're up at Mountaintop. Where else are you guys at? Lake Lehman. You're home. Oh, does grandma homeschool you? Aw. I wish my grandma got to homeschool me. My grandma would have given me ice cream for lunch every day. But that's... <laughs> I know, that's the best grandma. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, so most of you headed back to school already. Um, so tonight what we're going to kind of be talking about is kind of giving you like, shh, is giving you one last push uh, to kind of launch you into the school year. All right, so whether you're homeschooled or whether you're going to school, we're going to talk tonight about a couple kind of practical things to help you get through the school year, to help talk to your friends about Jesus, to get into a deeper relationship with Jesus yourselves. So that's kind of where we're going tonight. Um, you know, uh, how many went school shopping with your parents? Or Amazon Prime did all, or, <laughs> or shopped online, <laughs> right? So you go cool, get cool school stuff, you got maybe new sneakers, new kicks, whatever you guys call it. Um, maybe you got like cool hoodies. My kids have a relaxed dress code before it was like, they had to wear polos and like khakis. Do some of you have a school like dress code? Like pretty strict? You do? Yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, it makes shopping a little easier, but it's not fun to shop for them. So anyways, (laughs) we're going to launch into the school year, Jordan. That's what the rocket ship is for. Oh, all right. So anyways, so football is going to be in full swing soon. How many of you have gone to a game yet? Do you go to football games at all yet? Do you like going to the football games? Is that not like a thing anymore? It's not a thing anymore. Oh, okay. I feel like that's what I did on a Friday night, though. So, <laughs> you're all boring. <laughs> all right. Shh. So, more important, though, than anything like school shopping or football games or who your teacher is, is what's in your heart as you start the school year outright. 
So as leaders, we want you to be prepared spiritually for this school year. We want want to give you some practical things, how you can really focus on your relationship with Jesus, how you can focus on maybe bringing some friends to Apex with you, which would be amazing, Um, how to focus on just being able to minister to other students or kind of comfort them or come alongside them if they're having a rough day. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is launching this school year off right and what that's going to look like, you know, uh, once your homework starts piling up or you have extracurricular activities or you do sports or whatever it might be, or maybe you have to cook dinner or you have to do laundry or whatever. So, you know, once all that starts up, you're going to be so overwhelmed, right? And you're like, how do I have time to fit Jesus in now? But the main thing is Jesus should be our number one priority because then everything else falls into place after that. So making sure that you spend time with God each and every day needs to be our top priority. And you know, I'm a little older. I won't tell you how much older, but I'm a little older. I'm a pastor. And you'd say like, oh, that's so easy. She could just like read her Bible whenever she wants. She could do the devotional. Like, let me tell you, as adults, it's hard sometimes. Like everything piles up in our lives We've got stuff we have to do. We have full-time jobs. Some of us have kids. It's a lot. So still trying to find time, even as adults, can be difficult. So starting when you're your age, it'll help as you get older and become adults. Young adults, I should say first. But become young adults and then adults and have kids and families and responsibilities and all this other stuff. But (laughs) Dave's shaking his head, no. (laughs) No kids, Dave. (laughs) So... Once all that stuff piles up. So, you know, as adults, we've got all this stuff going on in our lives too. And it's hard sometimes to spend even a few minutes with God each day, depending on what her day looks like. Sometimes it's super difficult. Um, You know, I'll catch myself like worshiping in the car sometimes, like going to my kid's school to pick them up. Like that's the five minutes I have throughout the day. Um, So we need to focus on, I lost my clicker. I have my clicker. So we have to focus on what that looks like in our lives. So there's five kind of quick points I want to point on tonight uh, that we're going to discuss to help launch your school year off right. It even vibrates when you click it. Wow, that's really cool. All right, number one, attend. So Jill says this, and she's really cool. Jill's amazing. I love getting to spend time with her and hang out with her, and you guys are awesome to have her as a leader. So every week, she's up here prancing around or doing whatever she's doing, (laughs) doing her announcements. But Jill tells you every single week, we're so glad you're here, right? You've heard her say that, I'm sure, a bunch of times. It's not just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Let me just tell you, Jill and all of us as leaders, seriously, we sincerely mean it. Like, we want you to be here. We look forward to it as leaders to see your face every single week, all right? This is like I'll be honest, don't tell my children, but this is like a break from my children, getting to hang out with some, some people you can have a conversation with every week. So being able to see your face each and every week for us is a treat. All right, we love being, being here with you guys and spending time with you. We love having some deep conversations with you, having some time to discuss things in small group, whatever it is, but we love seeing you guys here. So attending Apex is super important. Um, you know, we love getting to know you guys. But um, you can't grow if you don't show, all right? So this is, I know, it's like a little cliche. It's kind of cute, whatever. Um, Anyway, so you can't grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ if you don't show up to Apex or if you don't show up to church on a Sunday morning. Um, I won't even get into, like, starting to read your Bible and stuff. Like, that's extra stuff, too, that we have to do. But 
you cannot grow in your relationship, even a relationship with one another, or even a relationship with your small groups or your small group leaders, um, if you don't even show up. So I just want to stress how important it is to just be here, just to be fed every single week by, you know, the leaders or um, even even just your peers, you know, just being able to come alongside one another if you're going through a difficult time. I know like walking in here, some of you are like, I could just feel like that burden, that heaviness. And I'm like, oh, something's going on. And then I know the it's rainy. I know it's crappy outside. But, you know, like, I understand sometimes when you're going through a difficult time and being able to pour into one another, even when we're having like that rough time, that rough day, we can be there for each other. So just showing up to Apex every single week, obviously I know you can't do it every week because you've got stuff going on or you get sick or whatever happens. But, um, you know, it's the same thing when you play a sport. How many of you play like a sport, like an actual like school sport or organized sport? Okay, so you know what I'm talking about, all right? You can't actually grow in, <laughs> you can't actually grow if you don't act, like you can't get better if you don't show up and actually practice, right? You actually have to show up, put in the work, and then you're going to get better. You know, my oldest plays ice hockey, all right? And he's surprisingly very good. He started skating when he was three and a half years old. Now, my husband started skating at 33 and a half years old, and that didn't go very well, okay? He ended up breaking his wrist. However, (laughs) he did. My son, who's now nine, can skate better than half the adults that I know. Um, He's amazing. But yes, if he didn't go to all these practices and practice his little heart out, he would not be as good as he is now. My husband, on the other hand, needs a little bit more practice. Don't tell him I said that. (laughs) So... Just showing up. So the same thing is true when it comes to following Jesus. You can't expect to grow into a deeper relationship with him if you don't go to church or come, you know, come to youth, come to Apex and be filled and, and learn how to be his disciple and be disciples together and grow together. So Acts 17. Oh, that's really small. I should have. Well, it's four slides, guys. So yeah, that's a big passage. All right, so it says, while Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was deeply troubled by all the idols he saw everywhere in the city. He went to the synagogue to reason with the Jews and the God-fearing Gentiles, and he spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. He also had a debate with some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. When he told them about Jesus and his resurrection, they said, what's this babbler trying to say with these strange ideas he's picked up? So... Others said, now it's getting small, he seems to be preaching about some foreign gods. Then they took him to the high council of the city. Come and tell us about the new teachers, they said. You are saying some rather strange things, and we want to know what it's all about. So Paul, standing before the council, addressed them as follows. He said, men of Athens, I noticed that you are very religious in every way. For as I was walking along, I saw your many shrines. And one of your altars had this inscription on it, to an unknown God. Hmm, this God, whom you worship without knowing, is the one I'm telling you about. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples, and human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. From one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. 
He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and exist. And as some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. And since this is true, we shouldn't think of God as an idol designed by craftsmen from gold or silver or stone. God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times, but now he commands everyone everywhere to repent of their sins and turn to him. For he has set a day for judging the world with justice by the man he has appointed. And he proved to everyone who this is by raising him from the dead. This is the cool part. So when they heard Paul speak about the resurrection of the dead, some laughed in contempt, but others said, we want to hear more about this later. That ended Paul's discussion with them, but some joined him and became believers. That's really neat. So what's really cool is they were eager to learn more about God. They wanted to know more about this God that Paul was talking about. They wanted to kind of expand their knowledge of him. And and the last part says they became believers. And throughout scripture, you'll see where many people become believers through just the speaking or um, people ministering to other people or talking about Jesus. And they want to know more about what this is about. Um, So they put their faith and their trust in someone that they couldn't see. And there was this eagerness. There was this, this kind of hunger that these people wanted. You know, like sometimes I kind of question, like, have we become lax as Christians? I I don't know. I mean, but where is our hunger? You know, where is that eagerness that these men were looking for? That these men were looking for something so much greater than them. You know, where is our eagerness? Where is our hunger to search and to be fed by a God that loves you beyond all belief? So are you hungry to spend time with him? Are you ready to develop a deep relationship with God? Are you thirsty for the only living water that can sustain you? So let me ask you an important question. And this might hit home for some of you. So when you're talking to, uh, to your friends or with your friends or whatever, or even on social media, would they know that you're a Christian by the way you're talking? Would they know that you're a Christian by the way you're acting around each other? Um, would they know you're a Christian by what you post on social media? Or the picture you shared, even though maybe you just shared it, someone else technically posted it first, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, even the, the stuff you send on Snapchat or Insta, would they know that you're a Christian? Would they know that you actually believe in Jesus? Just by your words, your actions, your social media accounts. You know, and I've, I've seen stuff. I mean, we're not stupid. I mean, we're adults, but we still see what's kind of going on in the world. But, you know, we have to be careful as well as our, ourselves. So, you know, would they know you're a Christian based off of what, they, what other people see? So these men had a deep hunger to know who this God was that Paul was talking about. And that's what faith is. So Hebrews 11.1, 1, and you've probably heard this before. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So faith is confidence in what we hope for. We know that there is a God. And we are really sure about who he is, even though we can't see him. Now, I totally get it. Like people who are not believers, that's that's hard to understand, okay? That's very difficult to understand. How do you believe in something you can't see? How do you believe in something that you have no idea it's even there? But through scripture, you can tell 
that there was a God and there was a God that loves each and every one of you individually and has a plan and a purpose for your life. So it's believing in someone or something, even though we can't visually grasp it, which is very difficult for us. We may not be physically, physically able to see God, but we still believe in him. Through the Holy Spirit, we can know that he is a good God who cares for us and he watches over us. And you know, Mandy spoke on the Holy Spirit a few weeks ago, which was amazing. And just being able to know that the Holy Spirit is with us when we're in school. He's with us at home. He's with us wherever we go. And being able to have that deep relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is crucial to our walk as believers. So number two is believe. So if you love God, you will live for God. And then the opposite's also true. If you live, if you, sorry, if you don't love God, you won't live for God. So it's simple as that. Every day we are given countless opportunities to live for God and to show others that we love him and he loves us. It could be helping a friend in school with their books or showing a younger student maybe where their locker is or how to put the correct combination in their locker. Because let's be real, how many of us have been there before? We were that nerdy little kid. Andy's raising his hand. We were that nerdy little kid where we could not figure out where our locker was. We were at the wrong, we might have been at the wrong one completely. We dropped our books and all of our papers going down the stairs in school. <laughs> yeah, no, it's happened. But just being there, being a friend to uh, those people that, that are around you, being a friend to your, your peers, your, your classmates, um, showing them that, you know, we're equals. Showing them that you love them by your actions. Um, so we were at that point once. You know, maybe it's, let's go back to home then. Maybe it's cleaning your room. All right, or doing the dishes or laundry for your mom. Or maybe just showing your parents some respect. You know, your parents are giving up a lot for you. Maybe it's that. So there are opportunities every, do, every day for you guys to take advantage of. So look around and take advantage of every moment that God gives you. There's an opportunity for you to show somebody else that Jesus loves them. And you don't even have to physically say, hey, Jesus loves you. It could just be by your actions, helping somebody out. So every day we're given so many opportunities to live for Jesus, but you know, we all make mistakes, right? So Romans 3.23, most of us may have seen this before, but for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So repent, confess of your sins to Jesus. It'll change your life. You won't have to carry that burden or that guilt with you anymore. And you know, my hope is that at some point after you started like to attend Apex, if you're just starting, um, or maybe you've been here a while, uh, you know, you finally say, God, I'm going to give you my life. You know, I've screwed up in the past. I want you to have my future. And maybe that's where you're at tonight. Maybe you've never made that type of commitment before. And maybe that's how you want to launch your school year off, right? Is just to be able to say, I'm going to start to live for God. That's what I got to do to start my relationship with him. And that, if that's where you start, that's where you start. And as leaders, we'll celebrate with you. That's amazing. So, if that's what needs to happen in your life, then come talk to us. So believing is about becoming a follower of Jesus. So stop living to please everyone else and please God. So be forgiven of your sins. Number three, show or baptism. So from what I understand, I totally missed it. I was really bummed. We had a baptism a couple weeks ago. 
Did we not? Yeah. Hey, Anna. So, yes, we did. So, I was really bummed when Jill's like, yeah, she got baptized. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally missed it. I was so sad. But it's amazing. And I got to watch it after the fact. It wasn't as good, though. But um, so super excited to see that for you. And that's amazing. And we were thrilled. So what's really cool is baptism is this, uh, it's showing others that you've committed your life to God. So kind of like you're leaving your old past behind and you are now uh, physically, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, You're showing everybody else that you are living for God now. Uh, It's your physical like portrayal. So uh, showing others you are a believer is more than baptism though. So you know, you walk the walk, but now you got to talk the talk. Maybe you've heard of that before, right? Um, it could be, you know, that status on Facebook, what you post on Instagram, the pictures you send on Snapchat. I've, you know, when I was youth pastor at your first assembly, I'd be like, what are you doing? I was like, why would you post that? Why would you share that? What are you, duck lips? I'm like, what are duck lips? These people are, these girls are doing duck lips. So, yeah, I'm like, Yeah. Maybe the boys are doing duck lips too. I don't know. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> but most importantly, it's the choices <laughs> and the decisions you make this school year, how you portray yourself in your school. <coughs> yeah, Dave and his duck lips. <laughs> there you go. All right, so most importantly... It's a choice and decision you make this school year. How you portray yourself in school and on social media can make a huge impact on your life and others' lives. So what's really crazy is you don't realize it, but what you're posting can affect someone else's relationship with Jesus, right? What you're posting can affect if you can even invite them to youth. You know, they're gonna be like, why are you inviting me to that? You're not a Christian. How is that possible? You know, what you're posting can affect somebody else's lives. And you don't even realize it without, you know, if you're not thinking about it that way. So continue coming out to Apex, inviting your friends here. Um, This is our safe place. You know, even coming to small groups. That's your safe spot to talk to people, to, you know, share prayer requests, whatever the case may be. Um, Showing is living a life that shows you love God. You know, change that status. Take down the pictures that are inappropriate or whatever the case may be. Um, stop cussing or putting your entire life on Facebook. I have friends who put, literally, they're posting every five minutes about their entire lives on Facebook, and I don't care to see it. So I will unfriend you if you decide to do that. (laughs) However, so if baptism, back to baptism, if that's something that you're curious about or you're interested in, like, come talk to a leader, because we were super excited for Anna. I wish Anna would have said something, like, earlier. Like, hey, I'm getting baptized. That would have been nice. (laughs) But just come tell us. Like, If you want more information about baptism, come talk to us and we'll walk you through that next step. Maybe that's your next step, um, which would be really cool. Um, But we want to celebrate that with you. All right, so number four is grow, or this is evidence. This means growing in your faith and your relationships with your small group and your leaders here. So some ways we can grow. Devotionals. We can read a devotional. There are so many good devotionals out there. If you need one, come talk to us. We will give you a whole list of them. Um, devotionals are a great place to start. It's like a five minute read in the beginning or middle or end of your day. All right. And that's like, you're spending time with Jesus and it's, I mean, it's amazing just reading over a scripture verse, having a little blurb about it and going from there. Uh, two, reading your Bible. You can listen to worship music. You could pray together. 
Um, how many of you have a Bible club in your school that you know of? Wow. None? No? Wow. Okay, I'm kind of surprised. So do you have any clubs in your school anymore? <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, well, this could be an option, is maybe starting a Bible club in your school. That could be a, a good place to start. Um, I was going to say get involved in one if there is one already in place, but it doesn't seem like there is. Um, but starting one, you know, talking to a, the office, talking to a teacher who might be interested in helping you carry that through, that would be awesome. So if you have a study hall or free time, you could always pull out a devotional. All right, who's got study halls? Who likes to sleep during their study halls? <laughs> There's a couple of you. <laughs> yes. So study halls. You know, you could bring out a devotional. You could bring out your Bible, read it, whatever. Um, use that time. It takes like five minutes. Or use that time to take five, ten minutes to read a passage of, a, of the Bible. You know, um, start in the New Testament. The Old Testament might be a little confusing if you're just beginning. But start in like the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Start somewhere simple for you guys to understand. All right, so what are some excuses as to why we can't read our Bible or do a devotional or listen to music or whatever? What are some good excuses? I don't... <laughs> that's a good excuse, yes. Oh, well, that's good, yeah. All right, how about... All right, hold on, hold on. How about getting distracted and you just start scrolling? I do that a lot if, like, I'm getting ready for bed. I just scroll. And it's just boredom, but I just scroll. Yeah, I don't have time, or I have too much homework, or I have football, or I have soccer, or I have field hockey, or I have this and that going on. Uh, you know, I haven't seen my friends all week. We want to hang out tonight. Um, you know, don't look for those excuses. Begin to look for opportunities to spend some time with God. All right? And finally, serving. Uh, Andy and Jill were talking about this earlier. We have an awesome opportunity for you guys to serve on Sunday. Okay? And that's the Speedlight Pancake Breakfast. So what's really cool is, yes, you, this part's not really cool. You have to be here early. But listen, if you didn't hear Jill before, it's 7.30. If we can be here, you can be here. <laughs> so listen, this, well, there you go. You got a full hour before you got to be here. So listen, all right. So Deuteronomy 13.4 says, it is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. Shh. Keep his commands and obey him, serve him and hold fast to him. So as Mandy was mentioning before too, this is about speed the light. Okay, this is a super important organization where we can help support missionaries. And you guys just being there and the congregation of the church being able to see what Apex is capable of and the amount of money you guys can raise in one Sunday for Speed the Light is incredible. People get blown away seeing teenagers helping out, let me tell you. They get excited seeing you. They don't care to see us, I'll be real. They want to see you serving. They want to see you guys not burning pancakes or sausage. They want to see, they want to see you guys um, up there. And they want to see, you know, they want to talk to you. They want to get to know you. So this is an awesome opportunity on Sunday. Speed the light pancake breakfast um, where you guys can serve. 
It's about serving the least of these. And in doing that, you're serving God and he is pleased with you. So maybe that looks like, you know, helping out on a Sunday morning in church, maybe even helping out. I know some of you help out with like uh, maybe tech or uh, in the kids ministry. Some of you help out in the kids ministry and help watch the wonderful children that we have up there. And we appreciate you a whole lot (laughs) for doing that for us. Or maybe like the cafe can use some help. You know, maybe the cafe can use some help or serving food to those less fortunate at like the rescue mission or something like that. Whatever the case may be. All right, there's a lot of opportunities for you guys. We also have, um, I'll get ahead of myself a little bit here, but we have our annual trunk treat cup. He's gonna yell at me. We have our annual trunk or treat coming up. All right, it's the end of October. I believe I want to say it's the 29th. Um, and that's another cool opportunity for you guys. Oh, super fun. All right, the kids come through all dressed up. They're really cute. You could pass out candy from your trunk, parents' trunk. Just come out and hang out, play games, dress up fun, hang out with kids. But it's a really cool opportunity for you to serve the people in our community as well. All right, so there are opportunities for you if you look for them. And what's really cool is you lead by serving. All right. So those of you who are on the worship team, even I'm going to, I don't want to like just point you out all of a sudden, but for those of you who are on the worship team, you're leading by ser- like being up here. All right. You're leading us in worship. That's servant. That's servanthood. You're leading us uh, into the presence of the Lord. That's awesome. And I commend you because I would at your age, if I stepped foot, like I didn't, I was very shy. Andy probably remember. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't talk to him. I know I wouldn't do it. So, um, but like if I got up on a stage at your age, I would cry. Like I did not, I didn't do stages. And so for you guys to get up here and worship and be good at it, <laughs> that's even more important. Um, for you guys to be able to do that, that's amazing. And that's serving. And that's, that's exactly what God wants you to do. So I applaud you for that. Sorry, my throat's going, so. Yeah, I know, I know. It's the weather. Blaming everything on the weather today. I know. (laughs) So, you lead by serving, and many of the best leaders that I have known were never on a stage, okay? A lot of the best leaders I have known served behind the scenes. So it was like serving at the rescue mission or serving at a pancake breakfast or serving... Uh, like Derek does in tech and nobody knows he's back there, but we applaud him and we thank him for that. But just being able to come up with ideas where you can serve in the, in the church or even outside of the church. So if there's one thing that you guys leave here with tonight, know that Jesus loves you and he's with you wherever you go. All right. He's with you in your school. He's with you at your sports practices. He's with you at home, even when you may be having like a rough day at home, but he is there in the midst of everything. Sometimes he walks beside us holding our hand and other times, you know, he's the one carrying us through our junk, through our mess, our crappy day. And that's exactly what he's there for. He will never leave you because he loves you and he created you and so he cares about you. All right, so I'm gonna leave you with this. Proverbs 4, 20 to 27, it says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. 
Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. So tonight, we're going to close in prayer before we go into small groups, but I want you to you know, kind of think about a few things before um, we move on. Think about what your next step would be. Maybe your first step needs to be saying, you know, I want to live for God. Maybe your next step might be, I want to serve God. How can I do that? Or maybe it's baptism. You know, maybe you want to be baptized. <coughs> or maybe it's getting in touch with a leader saying, I need a Bible. We will give you a Bible. If you do not have a Bible, we will give you a Bible. If you need a devotional, we'll come up with a list of good devotionals for you. Um, but you guys can always talk about that in your small groups as well. So we're going to close in prayer, and, um, and then we'll, we'll talk more in our small groups about a couple questions we have. So, um, Father God, we just thank you right now for the students tonight. We pray that you would watch over them, protect them, as they head off into the school year, we pray that you would give them courage, Father. Give them the strength they need to go through each and every day. And I just pray right now that they would feel your presence from their head to their toe every single day that they step on that bus or step into that school. Father God, we just thank you right now for their lives. We pray a special blessing over each of our Apex students that you would protect them, Father God, this year. Keep your hands wrapped around them. We just pray that your loving embrace would surround them every single day, Father God. And we thank you for their life. We thank you for their servant heart, their servant's hearts, Father God, and everything else that, that they bring to Apex, Father. We're just so grateful for them. And we thank you and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.